Welcome to the Mouse Pals Podcast. I'm Andrew, and I'm here with my pal, Jeff. Hey, everybody. I also have uh, on the pod a friend of the pod, Mike. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. This is a 30-minute show about all talk about Disney parks and properties. We will bring you the news and dive deep into the most interesting Disney topics. So we're, uh, we've are we been uh, away on a break, and so so we've got a, quite a bit of news to cover. So it's just going to be a news-only episode. We're going to hit the highlights of things that have happened over the last, I think, month or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And quite a, a bit decent of amount of news. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 a lot of great news. Uh, no, but, but uh, <laughs> you know that happens. Yeah, it's been uh, been a lot of not so great news at Disney World, and not too much news from Disneyland. In fact, we don't have any news from Disneyland. But no. you know, starting off at Disney World, um, Epcot specifically, I don't know if you guys heard it. It's actually made it like national news, maybe even worldwide news. Is that have you heard of the figment bucket, popcorn bucket? No. I've heard of it. I don't really know what it is. Well, it's apparently, to me, figment is the character for Epcot. Right. He's the figment of your imagination. They created this thing a long time ago, uh, maybe even the inception of Epcot itself, which is experimental prototype of tomorrow, something like that, a community of tomorrow. And their mascot was this imaginative dragon, pink dragon, cartoony. And um, for the art festival, they came out with this. It, it looks good. I, like I said, I'm not a fan of Figmanite. And they came out with this popcorn bucket. It looks cool. And it comes with pre-stuffed popcorn. And it retails for $25.99. But the kicker is that People waited in line for this bucket. The first day it came out, which was a couple days ago uh, at the festival on Friday. Guess how many hours they waited in line for the, for this bucket? The fact that you're leading that with hours is concerning to me. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say two hours. Oh, way more than that. Two hours is like the max. If I really wanted it, that's probably tough. You got to um, guess, Mike? I'll go with uh, four since uh, two wasn't enough. Yeah, no, it's six hours. Six oh, hours. God. People waited in oh, line for God. this. And Great. I don't know what's that's worse. Wait six hours for this or the average retail price or the average price paid for on eBay is about $200. That's absurd. That's amazing. crazy. But, you know, I mean, with six hours times 25, yeah. that's about 300 bucks. So you might, you might be saving money. Uh, if you ever make more than $25 an hour, which I don't know how many people do, that's probably a decent amount of money there. Mm-hmm. But 200 bucks for a pop, resale popcorn bucket, um, that's that's a lot of money. Do yeah. these go on sale every year? No, this is the first time they've actually oh, had this particular yeah. popcorn bucket. But I never heard so much hype about such a pop, popcorn bucket. <laughs> popcorn bucket. I'm looking at a picture of it now, and it look it's figment, right? It's a plastic yeah. thing. It's maybe like a foot and a half tall, and it's that's all. It's just some plastic popcorn bucket. But uh, yeah, it's their own. And it who comes knew that people love figment that much? I yeah. yeah. I mean, they make it every year. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. a he's there every year, like on a pin usually, but in a popcorn bucket. They found gold. That's right. Yeah. You're right. You're right, Andrew. It's probably for the popcorn, not the 
pigment bucket. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Popcorn must be the popcorn. Prepackaged popcorn. <laughs> prepackaged rainbow popcorn. So goodness knows how long that's been sitting in there for. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, amazing. At least six hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving over to the Flying Fish at Disney's Boardwalk, which is right next to Epcot. Uh, that's a good transition it's a great segue brilliant and the turf club bar and grill at disney's saratoga springs restaurant and spa and Jico, the cooking place at disney's animal kingdom all opening after that roughly almost two-year hiatus um so so big news a lot of a lot of reopenings there that Um, is good news i like uh i like the whole boardwalk area it's cool especially at night yeah, yeah, that's and, great. Yeah, it's Gico's good. Yeah, really cool too. I've always wanted to go there. Gico, so yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We um, when we went back in December, one of things, one of our, we had gone maybe two or three years ago to Gico's and had a great time. It was a fantastic meal at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and uh, we went with a couple of friends of ours, and they introduced us, and um. It's like African cuisine, Mediterranean cuisine, and all this other stuff. And so, like, we wanted to go back, but we forgot what it was called. Mm-hmm. So we were, but we knew it was at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And so we went to Animal Kingdom Lodge that night. We got like reservations, and it was the only restaurant open. And we went there, and it was like this buffet, which Gico definitely is not a buffet. It's like mm-hmm. a sit down restaurant. And so we were like, why? How is it a buffet? Mm-hmm. And uh, so it just turns out that Gico was closed and we didn't know it. And so we just mm-hmm. assumed that the one restaurant open was the one that we had been to. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And obviously, That's pretty disappointing. The, yeah, yeah. And obviously, like those those buffets at Disney are like, it was $50 a person, which was crazy. So, Did you eat there? Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. Once we, well, we sat down and we had already made the reservation, so we couldn't have canceled it. We got there and then noticed it wasn't the right place. So we just uh-huh. were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Uh, I, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't been to any of the places, actually, that you mentioned, but uh, I see flying fish there all the time on the boardwalk. So I'm happy that they have more options opening up again. I like to try all those different places, you know? Yeah, no, it'd be uh, Chico might be a good place to bring kids. Yeah, yeah I recommend it. Chico's great. It's like such good food. You wouldn't ex- like, I don't know. But Gico's really good, guys. Gico's really okay. good. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, the next kind of on that same restaurant theme, uh, Restaurant Marrakesh, which we have all been to. Mm-hmm. Um, the permit has been filed for constru- construction. Uh, so maybe they're changing it. We've been closed for the same amount since the pandemic started. Uh, so hopefully something will be happening there. It's been a tough place to get started again because, I mean, not too many people know about that place. It's kind of hidden in the back there, let alone not too many people are that interested in Mediterranean food compared to other places or familiar with Mediterranean food, that is. So it should be interesting what they come up with us. Yeah, that you're, and Jeff, you're right, that is hidden. Because when you were just talking about it, I was I was wondering if that is the one that's like on the water side or the other one where I wouldn't even know how to get to it. Yeah, no, this was the one hidden all the way in the back. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Uh, when you make it to that point, I mean, there's two different entrances in Epcot, one of them all the way to the east, which is kind of a little bit of probably like a half mile down or, yeah, probably about a half mile down from the Mediterranean area, the Moroccan area. And then the front of the park, which is probably like a full mile down, 
Um, no one's going to be able to find all the way back in there by the time you finish, uh, you know, kind of drinking through the world there. Yeah, it's a tough spot. Yeah. And we've talked about this earlier many times that this place has been struggling to a point where they've gone out of business, basically, and they've kind of had help, needed help during the pandemic. That's right. Yeah. The people. Yeah, right. So hopefully something will happen. I thought it was a good restaurant. Yeah, I thought it was good, good quality food. I like Mediterranean food, but like you said, you know, and I think people know about it and they're interested about it. Yep. So I guess I've got some news here is that the Mirrors Express service, you know, the one that used to get for free, basically, if you stayed at a hotel and you used to get a uh, car service or really a bus service for to any of your hotels or Disney destinations, because now that they're basically private, and you have to book them separately from Disney. And the price has gone up for a family of four round trip from the Orlando airport to Disney World properties is now cost you about $250 round trip. Crazy. That's that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of money. But you know what? For, it, yeah. it, it's kind of on par with private car, car service that they have um, – like if you get like a nice server or something like that, or just really just kind of like a town car. Well, well, family four, I don't think of fitting a town car, but get an SUV private car service. It's almost on par with that. But, you know, everything's going up these days. Inflation rates in Orlando is, I think, even more than the national rate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes sense they're doing it. I mean, I could see the, this private company now saying, hey, we should, we should be on par with everyone else and not missing out on all, all this money that people are going to spend anyways. Yeah, that's true. How much was it before? Um, I think it was actually, well, they've only had it, it for about 200. a year. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. They have, they've, they just started in January 1st, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because before that, it was Disney Express, the men. So I think it was complimentary as long as you were staying in a Disney resort. Yeah. Uh, and so this has just been the last 16 days. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Combination of inflation and, you know, gas prices are extremely expensive, too. I mean, I doubt it will go down. Um, because, you know, the governor is trying to reduce the amount of taxes on the gas here. However, um, you never see prices go down, put it that way. Yeah. Well, let's hope it doesn't go up again in, in another 16 days. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. four people, you know, you, you're booking a huge trip, you're flying down for a family of four, you spend another 250 bucks on it, and that's, uh, you know, that's a meal there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really. Well, like I said, pretty much everything is going up at, at Disney here, and it, it goes even to the smallest things, as in drinks and beverages and, and food here. And popcorn has gone up from four ninety nine to five fifty at pretty much every uh, look. Actually, at every single location that they sell popcorn at Disney, it's about a fifty one fifty one cent increase, roughly about ten percent, which is kind of on par with inflation rates for Orlando. Um, Every year, they've kind of been increasing 25 cents. But here, since inflation's so bad, they're up at 50, 51 cents. And hmm. uh, it used to be $5 for a soda, which, you know, it's kind of crazy. It's almost like arena prices here, um, which used to be $4.50. Hmm. Uh, water remains the same, thank goodness, which is still three fifty. But other snacks in the park have uh, increased. And, you know, it's really not a snack, but a large piece that went from fourteen ninety nine to eighteen ninety nine. Wow. Mm. I mean, I guess water stayed the same. That's a plus, but 
uh, all those seeing all those increases there and just everywhere in general is upsetting but i guess it shouldn't be too surprising like you said considering it's just happening everywhere yeah, yeah true very true you know some good news here is that you know there is information that anvil hills ice cream which i believe is from new york really cool ice cream place had a lot of different crazy cool flavors we're supposed to open up at Disney Springs, and then once the pandemic hit, um, a couple months after that, they said, hey, we can't do this. But the thing is, is that another ice cream place is opening up in a, as a replacement. It's called Salt, Salt and Straw Ice Cream Shop. And I'll huh. have ice cream flavors like carrot cake, chocolate hazelnut cupcake, and coconut cream and lemon curd, amongst many others. It should be a, a cool replacement. Ample Hills, which I'm, I've never been to Ample Hills, and I've never been to Salt and Straw, but um, that place would be pretty cool to try out. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, those flavors sound great. I'd like to give it a try. Well, Andrew, do you have any uh, other news for us? Yeah, we'll round it out kind of on the same same vein as the price increases. Um, even though the quarter for earnings revenue for the parks was 99% higher than it was the, the quarter before. Uh, there's been a lot of word and, and, and on November 10th, the CFO for Disney stated that, that um, they were still looking at cutting costs and including um, cutting some of the portions mm. that, for like food that they give you. And so that she said that, yeah, we can cut portion size, which is probably good for some people's waistlines as <laughs> one of the possible measures for cutting costs, um, and which is true. Um, but apparently, like, that's been implemented. And you can see some of the pictures, like, what is it? Um, Inside the Magic uh, posted some pictures of just what everybody's been kind of complaining about. And I don't know if you guys have seen this link, but the um but the lobster roll like somebody took a picture of it it was pathetic. yeah i saw that oh it like it's almost embarrassing how much lobster they put in it like they should just make a smaller bun and then exactly it's like a the whole lobster piece of lobster. Lobster. Yeah. yeah and then the tonga tonga cake i think is what it's called um or the tonga toast from captain cook's uh, it, it's supposed to have like, um, I think banana in the middle of it. And it's just a piece of bread with like a slight cut in it and like, like a sliver of banana. It's really pathetic. Like the whole yeah. thing. It's crazy. You're making, that's it, really disappointing. Yeah. They're yeah. making it look like food and wine fest. I mean, it looks like festival stuff. I mean, festival stuff actually looks better than some of this pictures they've been posting online. Yeah, for sure. In this, this lobster roll, Mike, did you see a picture of it? No, I haven't seen it. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll send it to you. It's a $17 lobster roll, and this guy has like like a tablespoon of lobster. <laughs> oh, that's it's awful. So and honestly, bad. even before this, I felt like people could probably be a little upset about the portions they get. So that's yeah. really disappointing. They should just up the prices. I'd rather, have, I'd rather know how much it is and get something filling than get something I feel like I'm overpaying for. Yeah. Well, they're they're upping the prices too. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's, the, what's that Target motto? Uh, get more, pay less. Well, this is get less, pay more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Uh, yeah. So, and like, 
I went in December, first week of December, and it was as busy as I've ever seen it. It's not like they're getting hurt for for guests. Like people are spending more per visit. It's crazy that it's just it's a little upsetting. But you know, yeah, I, it is what it is. Yeah, it seems like even more people there. I mean, maybe there's not people unless it was like in the height of 2019. But there seems to be it seems to be super crowded than the 10 years ago we were there for sure. Right. And oh, price sure. uh, portion size is smaller. You seem to be getting less things, seem to be having less entertainment. Um, but, you know, they're making a profit somehow. Yeah. Uh, and you, you know what? They'll find us there. That's a sad thing. Yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll yeah, manage to true. survive doing all they this will. for sure. And we will still be going there. Well, yep. Well, guys, uh, that was a good news episode. We think we covered quite a bit. Uh, do you guys have anything else? No, I don't have anything else. Um, unless you want to briefly talk about your Marriott experience with the trash being low-staffed, but I don't know how much bad news we want to bring uh, in. Yeah. Out, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's another kind of negative thing. And it was a um, – you shared a picture. What was the tweet? Somebody tweeted or, like, posted on Reddit. It was and... like a trip advisor. Someone had posted a review of yeah. – uh, the Marriott Hotel, Marriott-owned Dolphin Hotel. Yeah. And there was just a picture of a hallway with everyone's trash outside. Um, it seemed like every single door had a bag of trash sitting outside of their door. Yep. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's lines up with my experience. When I was there in December, I was stayed at the, the Dolphin. And um, they didn't, there wasn't room service the whole time. There, were, there was no house cleaning service there the whole time. We actually had called and asked, and they they just didn't do it. They had let us know, you know, we're not going to do it often. Um, and we had called, I think, three nights in because we had a baby. We had a bunch of diapers. So we just ended <laughs> up, like, every morning just throwing the diapers in the, uh, the trash can outside of the elevators. It was pretty awful. That's, oh, that's crazy. And And everybody else seemed to be doing that as well? Yeah, just, and yeah, nobody was getting trash service or new stuff or new soap, anything like that. New towels, like, um, it was uh, it was pretty pathetic. Like, I guess they just now do it there whenever the room is turned over for the next guest. It's wild, oh, wow. crazy yeah. days, crazy days. Yeah, but the price was still the same. Like, your service is getting cut, but. The price <laughs> is still the same. So. That's what I was wondering if they were gonna maybe cut those prices a little bit, or they're 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 not too high right now, right? Maybe they'll keep them at that level. I think I booked it in like a lot, several months, like six or seven months beforehand, like when we first started talking about going there. So it wasn't it was pretty reasonable, and it wasn't okay. a bad bad price, but it was, and I'd say probably less than I would normally pay for a room around there, but but still, it was. I, I doubt it. Like it was booked. Like every it was completely full. So I doubt that they were charging too much less. Yeah, and it's a really nice hotel. You just don't expect to see garbage in the hallways and overflowing yeah. from trash cans. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's like they don't have enough people working there because yeah, maybe people quit or is like because everyone has the vid. Yeah. Yeah. Corona. Both. Yeah. <laughs> the idea. Yeah, it's probably true. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I have. All right. All right, Mike, anything else? Nope, I don't have anything. Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, appreciate you guys coming on. Or appreciate you coming on there, Mike. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah.
thanks for listening to us, everybody. And remember to rate and review us. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.